Gates of Orchid and Iris is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Remember to like, share, comment, review, and subscribe to our podcast. So I do plan to play a Shugenja character, spoilers, uh, but mm-hmm. that means I, I would love to explore like visiting shrines and uh, revering Kami and stuff like that. I don't plan to like lecture anybody, but maybe I might drop in you know, a couple of lines from Shinsei's Tao. You know, you never know, but um, is that going to be all right? It's a fictional setting. Are people fine with uh, philosophical discussion within game? Yeah, that's that's the question right there. Yeah, because I like to. I think that's some of the most fun role playing out there because, you know, in this fantasy setting, you run into scenarios you never would in real life. I have a lot of fun discussing the philosophy around that, but some people will get uncomfortable. Yeah, I I worry. I worry less that because it, it seems like Paul has gathered a, a group of like minded individuals. I worry less that we're going to offend each other and that we're potentially, yeah, we're going to offend the audience (laughs) because Um, I I will gladly discuss religion, philosophy, uh, like agnosticism versus atheism versus theism, uh, what the different um, like theologies uh, have in their, um, their tenets and and this sort of thing is buddhism a religion or is it a philosophy like that sort of thing like if we get into that we are gonna make somebody mad because there's (laughs) why there's the expression never talk about religion or politics like that exists for a reason And, and also i'm like allowing people to be like you know queer samurai and I, I think a lot of the people who already can't, like, who can't get over that barrier will probably not listen to us, so. Yeah. I also don't know that there's a way to get around it if you even have one spiritualist character playing in either group. Like, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. gonna happen. Unless I, we and... fade the veil every time it comes no. Oh, man, <laughs> every time I talk. Oh, no, yeah. fade the veil just, quick. Just... Yeah. So yeah, just, don't speak. Just roll. No. Like, <laughs> um, cultural religious stuff. Like as long as we're not like torturing anyone up over like religious rights or whatever, I think we're cool. Like yeah. No inquisitions here. Yeah. No inquisitions. No. Please. Especially Actually, Spanish ones. That's a very cool thing to bring up too, because some GMs, I don't know how it happens, but they treat this system like. Oh, this is a seminar on how you know real life Bushido is viewed, and I'm gonna change your mind about everything you know. This is a real samurai simulator. Um, so any any other thing that like we can tolerate in the game, but we don't want we just want to have like behind a closed door. I think I'm on the same page as pretty much everybody else on things. All right, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um I always feel like I'm like, hey guys, you know, let's have dessert, but first we're gonna finish our, the rest of our vegetables, and everyone's like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do this. No, I Give love that ethics talks. I love yeah. those. Give it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, there are some things I would like to introduce that I've pulled from other systems, and um, I'm. I'm one of those people who I get a new system. I'm like, I can't do it this way. There's better ways to do this. So I usually um, just put in stuff that 
may or may not belong. <laughs> and um, so the first thing is, and I've talked to, I think, a bunch of you about this. It's uh, basically a devil's bargain. Um, so in this game, we have the dice. We have a number of successes to get. But there's always that case where sometimes you don't get all the successes and you get nothing but opportunities. And uh, I know from actually playing, I've had that happen at least four or five different times. And um, instead of totally shutting you down, like you can spend opportunities on the rings in appropriate ways. And uh, yeah, there's several ways to do that. And that's a while to explain. So uh, yeah. But another way that you can spend opportunities, if you have at least two opportunities and you don't have enough successes to actually succeed, um, I'll present you with two opportunities. And it's a way to fail forward the story so it doesn't really, like, give you a major road, roadblock. Like, it really sucks when, um, you know, you're trying to break into a place and, uh, yeah, you just really don't get anything to help you out. In this way, I can give you options, and it's not really, it's gonna help you out in some way, but it may not be straightforward what it is, but it will help move things along. So that is extremely interesting. If uh, only for, man, the this new fifth edition, the core philosophy of it is, instead of just rolling for every single thing, uh, the GM wants to limit the roles to what's really important to the story mm -hmm. and moving it forward. If there's not an interesting uh, consequence for failing, then don't even bother with the role. Basically, is what it says. Yep. Um, having it be okay. Well, tell you what, you didn't you didn't make it, but you can still kind of get what you want. I'm just going to complicate the story, inject some you know drama or some something uh, some kind of twist, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, I really like that idea. I do. I don't know about the rest of everybody. Uh, so yeah, Rachel's character was going through a small part of um, the Shinobin Forest. It's for people who don't know or listeners. It's a really spooky, magical forest full of a lot of things. It's full and of snakes. Magical flying snakes. Um, so, oh yeah, also full of snakes too. <laughs> um, Anyways. So confused. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. it Are you, you trying to it. say, like, cinnamon, but it's coming out weird? I don't... No, no snakes. <laughs> Lots of magical snakes. Yeah, Naga people. Yep. Uh, Anyways. Okay. Yes. Um, her character was trying to get through it. Uh, had her do um, basically a survival navigation check to go through it. And um, the TN was i think it was it wasn't too hard it was like three or whatever hmm. but i i guess that's hard for anyways um didn't get any successes whatsoever out of all the dice she had but she did have the opportunities so i decided to um go okay so we're gonna have a choice here and either you can have something you know you're gonna find your way out but while you're in here, either you're going to have something that will complicate things for later, 
or something that will start a whole new side quest. So what you're what you're kind of saying is like what they do in uh, World of Darkness. You can succeed at a cost. Yes. Cool. There, there are consequences. I'm, yes, I'm down with that. Yeah, I've played other systems that do the same thing as well. So yeah, cool. yeah it's it's I, not a new no- novel idea, but it's it's something I dearly love, and I think does help move the game along a bit more. Yeah, especially since this is like a recorded serial thing. Uh, yeah, having somebody fail a roll and then oh man, the story stopped. What do we do? Uh oh, you know that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I I always like options to keep the the game just moving forward and keep going and you know until it just spirals out of control and everybody's in complete chaos and somehow you guys have to fix it. So. Uh, although this does bring up an interesting idea about attack rolls, though. I mean, do you plan on having attack rolls succeed even if they don't? That'd be kind of weird, right? Yeah, that would be kind of weird. Um, I think attic this would be solely an out-of-combat thing. Yeah, very good. Um, I like that. Yeah, because... Yeah, I don't know how we would actually do that in combat. I mean, you'd probably still miss, but you could, if you had a bunch of opportunity, you could set up for something better. Or but some... there, there's already already things set up yeah. within the rules for yeah. combat and opportunities. Yeah. 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 The only thing I could ever think of would be like wound for wound. Yeah. Because like I'd feel completely robbed at, at an opportunity if I was in a duel, and how intricate the strategy is with dueling mechanics like i oh, i just get yeah. the win even though i like missed it it kind of feels like uh things didn't play out naturally it was all stacked to begin with yeah all, all i ask is that the lips sync up <laughs> <laughs> no never. Oh, you know what actually yeah we never talked about accents uh our, um, oh, I, oh no, uh, no, let's, yeah. let's not. This is a really no. good thing. Um, accents, <laughs> if you do it respectfully, if you don't make it a character, if you don't go Mickey Rooney for Breakfast at Tiffany's, you're going to be okay. I would not chance it. I mean, I mean, the only accent I brought up was my actual Southern accent. As I am from Kentucky, I don't know that I would yeah. try anyone else's accent. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Doing like, an accent from home, sure. So long as it's within your home country, you're generally okay. Or yeah. Making yeah. fun of people like. The closest thing I've done with it, which I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's like, um, I made a a Norwegian character, and I made it based on a specific actor, specific fake accent for a character I was inspired by. So I mimicked that. So it wasn't like classic Norwegian. It was very interesting and strange, but it, it really built the character really well. It wasn't like, I am a Norwegian. Look and, listen to me talk. It was like, this That's is a funny. very strange accent for a character voice that is inspired by Norwegian. Hey, man, as soon as, as, soon as I hear you like doing, if you start turning your R's and the L's or backwards, otherwise I'm just going to roll my eyes so hard I'm going to fall yeah. out of my skull. Um, yeah, I, I, I would I would stop the game. I'd be like, what, yeah. what, the, what the hell are you doing? I mean, you've probably heard me try and do that accent. Is that kind of... I'm not going to do the same one, but is that kind of a thing? Uh, probably fine. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, as as long as you're trying to be like as respectful as you can and 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not like going all out like gonzo crazy like racist. No. Yeah. yeah. I think if any of us or anybody in the like audience community says something about it like they feel uncomfortable, we should definitely have that discussion. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I, I do want to try to stop it before uh, if it does like get to that point and yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not doing I'm not doing an accent. Yeah, and it's you know I I'm more um, or less uh, of the mind thought of you know first and foremost we're playing this game uh, for ourselves and we want to be like I want to have it so you guys are comfortable. And our product of us having fun is basically what the listeners are going to listen to. And it, not, it you know, get hurt by. Yeah. It but, does bring up a good point, though, of how do you all want to communicate both to each other and to the DM what we're saying in character versus what we're saying out of character? Yeah. Mm. That's also that true. Is, because that faith is. in the game, from what I've read so far, is a very big thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, for instance, uh, in some circumstances, like, I mean, as long as if you do something that is a, a low skill, for instance, losing some honor or losing some glory, if you do it in front of somebody with high status, it's up to them. It's up to them to look away, basically, to help you save face mm -hmm. in that moment. I just noticed something. I just noticed something in the the drawing above. Editor's note, the picture in the Discord chat in which Spoiled Chestnut is referring to is the cover of Warrior Poet by Rowan, Rook, and Descartes. The cover depicts a man and a woman in front of a Tory gate, locked in battle underneath a full moon. Her kimono is on backwards because if you do the right side over the- oh no. Sorry, never mind. I thought it was on backwards because right side over left side is how you dress a dead person. Living people have it the left side over the right side. Oh, good to know. There's there's a lot of tiny nuanced things. Like, yeah, yeah, there are. Like you don't but... wear shoes indoors, but there's a reason why you don't use shoes indoors because you'll ruin tatami mats. Yep. Uh, also, you don't. Like, point at people with chopsticks. You don't share food with chopsticks. And you really don't stick chopsticks in things no straight rice. up and down. No. Yeah, not, not, especially not a bowl of rice. Not in a bowl of rice. No, especially not. Um, the last one is because that's how you give offerings to, like, the dead. But the reason that you don't share food with chopsticks and, and like, point at people is because during, like, cremation... They use metal chopsticks to take the, the bits of bone out of the ash. So it's seen as disrespectful. Yeah. It all goes back to dead people. It's yeah. very strange. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we talked about that a while back, to be honest, with the whole touching dead people whatnot. It's very yeah. important. I don't think I don't think all of us need to know these like tiny little things about culture because again, this is a this is a wholly Asian, not just Japan. There's like aspects of China, aspects of other places as well, I'm sure, even though it's oh, Bushido. Yeah. So it's fantasy Asia. 
So I don't think people are expected to know all these tiny little uh, culturalisms. But if you do know, like, like, you know, like what you just said, and you want to incorporate that or other like Asian cultures and little quirks and stuff, I, I think that kind of expands on the world we are playing in. Yeah, and, some flavor. Yeah, it would add some some flavor. And like, as long as we're, we're we are respectful about the cultures that we are taking these from and we don't turn it into like a giant joke. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing about L five R and um, actually putting this like out into the public that I'm worried about is that like, you know, we end up looking like a bunch of racist people. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> we're not. We're not. I promise. We're not. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but it, it, you'll you'll get it one way or another. Either you'll be like. Uh, somebody's going to comment saying, hey, you didn't get that part of the society right, or you didn't get that part of IRL society right, when it's not supposed to be about that. It, it is a fantasy world. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, otherwise you'll get those, it, it, hey, you got the rules wrong, buddy. Oh, I'm going to talk to you for pages about it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> hey. fall and rules, we're kind of loose and fast with those. Um, yeah. with, with this, I'm going to try to stick to the rules as close as possible as I can and remember. And if I do end up slipping up and like forget something really big, you can remind me. Like I'm not one of those GMs who's like, how dare you go against my word even though I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm I appreciate the help. I appreciate people like yeah. going, oh hey, the rules actually say this, dude. And I'm like, oh okay. And can add another caveat of as long as we also don't get bogged down for five hours on one ruling. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so I, I think we can fight each that. other in chat after the session. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's actually what I was about to say. Don't, you know, don't if you have a game out mid combat, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had to do that before where it's like people are going, it should be done this way, and then the other person goes, it should be done this way. And I'm like, look, I'm gonna do it this way. <laughs> and we'll fight later. Yeah. We're live. Yeah. We're playing. Yeah, the game. I think we can all agree the GM is the final say on these rules yes. for sure. And yeah. if you you know full rights on your behalf, there, GM, to sideboard things, you know, give us the whole. We'll talk about it later. Uh, bit, but yeah. um, you know, hopefully reverse. Though, if something is just that important to us because it's a life or death situation, you know, this is like the difference between my character dying. I might mm. just uh, you know kind of dig in my heels a little bit. But um, yeah, I trust you. I don't. Yeah, think that, that's that understandable point. though. Like nobody wants their character to die, and if you see like something glaring that I'm like, nope, nope, ah, oh, they're just gonna hit you. You, you know, you're you're fucking dead, and <laughs> yeah, you can stop me. Like if if that's the case, if it's yeah, especially if it's big and glaring. Yeah, um, I've been the GM on that uh, in that scenario before, where I felt totally terrible about uh, terrible afterwards. The player trusted me entirely with killing his character, and I, I was like, "No, wait! I looked at the rules later. I was so wrong. I'm so sorry. Let's redo this over chat, okay?" <laughs> yeah, I've I've had to uh, roll back some decisions. Uh, it's and on my podcast too. I'll, uh, one of our earlier episodes, I'm like, "So let me explain about um, you know going back on things I said less." last episode and just um oh gosh what is it called retconning um, retconning, retconning. yeah <laughs> yeah 
Do, do you remember that, Gats? It was, um, I think, shot Horatio point blank or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It was... <laughs> <laughs> It was it was pretty gnarly, but I was like, okay, let's roll this back and begin from right before I murdered your well, character. I mean, sometimes cool. like when I've GM'd, even like if we're all having an off night, like mm-hmm. not bad rolls, but we're just not doing a good job, and the night goes badly, it's fine to be like, can we just redo that next week? That didn't. That wasn't good. Didn't oh. jive, man. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't feel right. Like, and everybody agrees. Like, yeah. That just there's just something weird, and that everybody's yeah. off. Uh, you know? I can imagine that being a little tougher for a serial release podcast, but it can, it and can it's rare. Happen. Like it's yeah. happened once. I I try to I try to play these as much like a like as close to a home game as I can, but you know there's there's things like we're yeah. all in different states and time zones and shit like that. So yeah. you know it's it's hard to do like an actual actual play. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, as long as we explain to the audience what's happening and all that stuff, yeah. I think we are fine. Thank you for listening to Gates of Orchid and Iris. Remember to like, share, comment, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can also support us through the listener support button on our anchor.fm page. That's anchor.fm slash G-O-I-L-5-R.